We are kicking off our spring championship season, and we do that by starting with our first three weekends of the spring championship season are our activity championships. And the very first one is speech, debate, and theater. Joining me today on the podcast is Marty Marsh, the assistant executive director in charge of the activity, speech, debate, and theater. Welcome, Marty. Thank you. All right. So we go to Springfield for this one. This is another of our championships in Springfield. What is speech, debate, and theater? Well, you know, it's a really exciting event. The championship basically consists of three different events, one being a theater championship, one being a speech championship, and the other being a debate championship. And so it has each of those three elements combined into one tournament that lasts Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, April the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Okay, on the campus of Missouri State University. That is correct, with the exception of the one-act plays and Reader's Theater being hosted in local high school facilities. Okay, so we've got the three separate championships. Do we have a speech, debate, and theater overall champion, or is it just by the three different championships? It's by those three different categories. Okay, so my school could be the, the theater champion. Right. Are there classifications? There is only one classification. What is unique about speech, debate, and theater is it has nine districts. Schools in those districts are assigned by county. Okay. And how do they qualify for the state championships? So they compete just like our other sports and activities through a district tournament. Those nine district tournaments are hosted. And then based upon the number of participants in each category, those individuals that qualify then on advance on to the state championships where they can compete against everyone within the state. So these three different events, the speech event, debate event, and theater events, and there's events within, are happening all at the same time at a district championship? They are. Usually occur over a course of a two or three day period, but they do, and just at the same format at the state level as well. Our one act and readers' theaters occur on Thursday, April the 20th, and those championships then are narrowed down, and the championship actually occurs on Friday the 21st. We start debate on Friday the 21st. It goes all day and then concludes on Saturday, April 22nd. And then all of the IE events, and you mentioned those, there are about 12 different IE events Those occur on Saturday, and the culmination of which is an awards ceremony that occurs Saturday afternoon around 4 o'clock. So theater has has the Reader's Theater and the One Act, and then the IE. Talk about IE. What are we talking about there? So those are individual events consisting of, as I said, 12 different events. Those 12 different events, without going in and naming each and every one of them, there are different speech events that are one category that certainly lead to an overall champion on Saturday. So like humorous interp. That is correct. That is one example. I know that one because that's what I did. (laughs) There you go. When I was in the ninth grade. So if we listed those IE events, dramatic interpretation, duet acting, duo interpretation, humorous interpretation, international as well as U.S. extemporaneous speaking, original oratory, poetry reading, prose reading, radio speaking, storytelling, and then informative speaking. Okay. So these are the best of the nine districts are coming together 
for these championships. Are these held in classrooms? They are. They're held in multiple buildings all over the Missouri State campus, again, with the exception of those being involved in one act in Reader's Theater. And how many students, let's talk about the individual events, how many students are qualifying? Is it one qualifier out of every district, or do we qualify multiple students in a certain event out of every district? So there's a formula that, based on the number of competitors in each event at the district level, that district then can qualify a certain number on to the state level. It's, it's totally based upon the number of competitors. Um, per are, event. Per event. Okay. So judges. Judges are a big deal in speech, debate, and theater. How do we get our judges? So in debate, there are two categories of judges. In debate, you have school judges and you also have the hired judges. In the IE events, the individual events, those judges are school judges. The One Act and Reader's Theater are judges the association hires, brings in, and those judges then are really non-affiliated with the schools. Many times they're retired theater teachers and coaches or their university college professors that have a background and interest in that area. Okay. And how many people does it take? We have judges in every room. Do you have someone else in the room as well, other than the judge? So you have timers and timekeepers in those, and then you also have door monitors that, that manage and keep interruptions from occurring in those rooms, et cetera. So uh, you also have building managers, as I indicated, that we have multiple facilities going on on the Missouri State campus. So we've got an individual in each building that's kind of coordinating the activities in those buildings. And when we get to the IE day on Saturday, those buildings kind of are broken up into the IE event that is hosted there. And there may be two or three different events hosted in that one building, but that's where that event is. Okay. Spectators are pretty much families and and friends who are also in the competition. Is that that fair to say? That's very fair to say. And, And, you know, what is amazing is the hours that these individuals, the competitors, spend preparing for this event, how gifted and talented these individuals are. It's, it's really just amazing. And if you don't have a particular child or person of interest that, that you're there watching, it's, it's really unbelievable just to sit back and watch the talent that's going through those championships and the energy and the excitement that those kids are displaying. Probably from individual schools, we're going to have multiple coaches and directors. So you've got your speech coach, or excuse me, your debate coaches, but then on the theater side, it's a completely different situation. So you could have, you know, three, four adults accompanying a school. If you're lucky enough to qualify in multiple events, you're going to have multiple coaches. That is exactly right. And, you know, some of our larger schools even have beyond that. They have an assistant debate coach and an assistant speech coach. So their coaching staffs are large staffs in some particular situation. And then in other schools, that director is the only one in that building. So what makes speech, debate, and theater so unique is that it is a single class. And one of the things that the participants and coaches really cherish about that activity is that it has the element of the small school getting to compete against the large school. It's the Hoosiers. It is the Hoosiers. Yes. Okay. So about how many participants will we have at the state championship? Great question. Various schools are going to have all the way from one individual 
to large teams where, you know, as we use one act in Reader's Theater, in particular one act, those are large volumes of kids that will participate. And so it's going to really depend school to school based upon what events you've qualified in, you know, how many coaches you have, et cetera. But the state is very well represented, and it certainly brings in a large element of students and parents and coaches to this event. What does the season look like? And, and actually, in this, in this situation, debate kind of has its own lane during the school year, where sometimes a debate tournament could include a speech and theater, but there are lots of debate-only tournaments out there. How does the, the speech and theater, I guess, specifically, how does their season work? So, you know, it begins to unfold in about the month of October. Then it carries on through, and, and they can compete actually up through the state tournament. They are actually allowed one event after the state tournament. Many of those students that compete at the state championship level then will go on and compete at the national level in certain events, in speech debate in particular. When do the districts happen? The districts are primarily the end of February, 1st of March. We have two districts this year that competed and just finished up mid-March. So. Okay. Okay. So there's a pretty good break between districts and state. Yeah, there's a, a good three to four week period there. Okay. Can students, can they change anything from qualifying from districts? Let's say they're qualified in humor terp out of district. Then they go to state. They're going to do the, the same piece? They may do the same piece. There can be some modifications as allowed by the manual, but generally speaking, those are the same pieces that are performed. You know, you'll see different pieces of evidence that are presented in debates and that sort of thing. So there's there are some differences. Mm-hmm. Okay. And debate topics are the same throughout? Debate topics actually are unveiled on a monthly basis. And so for each different category, there's a different topic. And, and so they may be debating a different topic than they did in the district. And that's a, that's a good possibility. Oh, so they have, to, they have to be prepared. Just because you debated one topic well doesn't mean that, you know, it's about your debate skill and not necessarily the topic. That's exactly right. Policy debate, there is one topic for the whole year. And you get used to debating that. However, in Lincoln-Douglas and the public forum, those debate topics change throughout the year, usually on a monthly basis, but sometimes they're bi-monthly basis. So these students have debated a variety of different topics and are certainly well prepared to debate any topic that, that might be of subject. Okay. What else does the layperson need to know about speech, debate, and theater? I think one of the humorous things that I learned when I first walked into this was you may walk into a state championship and you will see students preparing to give a presentation, and they may be standing there talking to a wall, rehearsing their presentation right there to a hall. You know, what is just amazing is the knowledge level and the skill level that these students really have and possess as they go in these classrooms to present, regardless whether it's an IE event or a debate event, or even in the acting area of one act play in Reader's Theater, the skill level is amazing. You know, many of these students will do this in high school. Some go on to professions in, in legal areas and use these skills later on. 
Some of these students will go on to the collegiate and university level and compete and perform. What's really unique is we have a couple of our judges even that competed in their high school days that are now judging, and they've went on to professional careers in uh, some of these areas. And so it's just really unique to see these individuals perform. Yeah, it's just like all of our activities in our sports, there are transferable skills. And sometimes, like in speech, debate, and theater, those skills are directly tied to future careers. But those transferable skills that students are getting because of their participation really do connect to their future life. And it is cool to see when it happens. And and for some people, like these judges you're talking about, they come back and help to show that connection. They do. And you know, the speech, debate, and theater community is really a close-knit community. And what is amazing to observe is at the award ceremony, yes, each competitor wants to win and wants to be successful. But the support that they get from people that they don't even know at the other schools and just to watch the overall crowd cheer for each other and be excited for the way performances came out and the support that everyone within the speech, debate, and theater community provides to one another is just truly amazing. Yeah, it's one of our lesser known events, but it's very cool and extremely valuable to those students. So Marty, thank you for talking to us today about the Missouri State High School Activities Association's Speech, Debate, and Theater Championships, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd on the campus of Missouri State University in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you. Thank you. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstead, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.